Hello, lovely people, and welcome to Be Gentle With Your Mental with your host, Morelli Robinson. Today is April 25th, 2021, and it is a Sunday. I hope your Sunday is going great, went well. Um, my Sunday was good. I actually went to a baby shower today, which I have not gone to in about a year because of this whole pandemic situation. Uh, but it was actually nice to see everyone. Um, safety precautions, of course. And to see my dear friend, her name is Goodness. She is expecting, um, and she's due May 31st. So it was really nice to see everyone. So this is my bonus episode where I'm going to share a reading from Battlefield of the Mind devotional by Joyce Meyer. I about to say Mayor, Joyce Meyer. And um, it's a really good book. Um, it's a devotional to help you with your mind because the mind is very powerful and we all deal with our minds on a daily basis. So I'm going to read that and then I'm just going to have a little talk about um, some things that um, I've been wanting to discuss. But it's basically, basically just like a freestyle part of the bonus, okay? So this devotional for today is entitled A Doubtful Mind. <clears throat> Excuse me. Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you halt and limp between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. 1 Kings 8.21 Like many people, I assume that doubt and unbelief were the same because we usually put them in the same context. In recent years, however, I've learned that there is a difference. Obviously, doubt and unbelief do not honor God, but I want to show you how they function in different ways. The story of the prophet Elijah is an excellent picture of doubt at work. King Ahab was the most evil leader the people had known. Elijah declared that because of Ahab's wicked no rain would fall until he, the prophet, said so. For the next three and a half years, drought scourged the land. Now, that's a pretty clear picture. There had been sufficient rain before Elijah's declaration, but after he spoke, the skies quit yielding water. That is pretty obvious. Who would question God for his prophet? But apparently, the people's fear of Ahab, as well as the lack of rainfall, caused their minds to be filled with questions. Elijah finally called all the people together, along with the king and the false prophets, and asked them why they doubted. Why were they caught between two possible answers? That's what doubt really is. Doubt isn't simply unbelief. It's more of an attitude that says, I believe, but, or I want to believe, but... Doubt often comes to reside where faith once lived. Doubt is active opposition to faith and it tries to push faith aside. The people had believed the prophet, but as time wore on, three and a half years, apparently questions arose and uncertainty crept in. If Elijah really did this, he ought to stop it right now. Maybe it just happened. Or how do we really know that was the word of God? As soon as they seriously asked themselves these questions, they open the door for Satan to bring doubt into their minds. Hmm. Doubt never comes from God. Let me say that one more time. Doubt never comes from God. It is always in opposition to his will. In writing to the Romans, Paul pointed out that the Lord gives each of us a measure of faith 
See Romans 12, 3. When we cling to that faith, we push away doubts. But when we allow questions to enter in, any kind of uncertainty that takes our minds away, takes our minds away from God's wonderful work in our lives, that's doubt. It is also subtle, sneaky entry for our enemy. It is also a subtle, sneaky entry point for our enemy. He plants doubt in our minds, hoping it will cause us to oppose God. We probably don't think of doubt as something that strong, but it is. It's the first step of opposition to what God declares. That's why we need to know God's word. If we know the word, we can recognize it when the devil lies to us and causes us to question. Elijah wouldn't allow the people of his day to move back and forth from doubt to belief. He made the oppositions clear. Believe the true God or believe a false idol. Don't fall into the trap of saying you believe in God when your heart is filled with doubts and questions. Choose true faith and say, Lord, I believe. I may not always understand, but I trust you. True and faithful God, in the past, I've been weak, allowing Satan to make me question you. Your love and your plans for my life. Not only do I ask you to forgive me, but I also ask you to teach me your word and strengthen me so that Satan can never trick me again. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. No, that was good. But I will say, though, and this is just me. I could be wrong, so don't quote me or don't come for me. But I do think it's okay to ask God questions. Um, some people feel like, you know, it's who are you to question God? You should never question God. Um, it's a humongous sin to question God. I don't believe so. Because um, I believe that God understands we have questions. And it may not be up to God to answer all of our questions. Some he may answer. Some he may not. But I don't think that you can, like, never ask God a question. Like, you know, it could be anything. You know, why, why is this happening to me? Um, why is the world falling apart? Like, I feel like God is okay with your questions. Your, your questions are not too hard for God. And I don't feel like God feels any way disrespected or anything like that just because you asked him a question. Like, I just, I don't see God being like that. Okay, but anyways, um, moving on, I would like to talk about self-awareness. Um, this has been on my mind because of stuff I've been dealing with. Um, with people, a person in particular, I won't say any names, but I'm really asking God to help me with this particular individual because although I feel like I've been wronged by this person, I'm trying to show compassion towards this person because I do not want to be mean. I do not want to be cold-hearted and I just don't want to be a nasty person because that's not who I am. Because of Jesus Christ his salvation and his working in my heart and my character on a consistent basis I am not a nasty person and I don't want to be I can become that person if I'm not careful but I'm working to not become that person but this particular person is really trying me okay like the other day I had to call on the name of the Lord to not go off on this person because as quiet and serene and nice as I am I can flip just like anybody else. I'm no better than anybody else. I can stoop just as low as somebody else. I can go off. I can curse. I can act belligerent. Like, I can be all those things. And it's in being humble that you can 
strive even more to not be like that because you're humble. And if you say, I'm never this, I'm never that, I, I can never do this, I will never be that person, I never curse, I never this, then no, that's not humble. That's borderline arrogant because you're basically saying that you're perfect because I don't mess up, I don't flip, I don't go off, I don't please, okay? As long as you have human tendencies and you're alive and breathing, you have the capabilities of possibly going off. Just let somebody provoke you enough. You'll see what I mean. But anyways, it's so important to have self-awareness because if you don't have any self-awareness, Everything is going to be everybody else's fault and it's never you. And that is a problem, okay? Because sometimes it's you, okay? You're not so perfect that you can do no wrong and you can make no mistakes and it's everybody else and it's never me. Check yourself, okay? Seriously check yourself because you need some serious self-awareness. Now, this person that I'm dealing with, I don't think she has it. If she has it, I can't tell. I don't see it. I haven't really noticed it. But something is going on with this person and I'm trying to have compassion towards them. But at the same time, I have to speak up for myself and I have to let you know when you have crossed the line. And this particular person has crossed that line and I am not about to lay down and let you step all over me. That's just not gonna happen. So I pray for her to come into self-awareness and I pray for myself to continue to be self aware because I know that I can do things that are wrong I know that I can mess up I know that sometimes it's me and not always other people so I'm trying to stay self-aware of that but this particular situation no honey okay I am smart by the grace of God even though I have my challenges and sometimes I don't feel so smart because I struggle with math and numbers and all that but I am a smart individual, so I know when I'm being told something and I know when an instruction is given to me that is clear versus unclear. So for this person to try to say that they said one thing when they did not is uncalled for. It's just not acceptable. And then to want to attack me and make me look bad is unacceptable. Like, no, we're not going to do that, okay? And I don't like it when people take your kindness for weakness, and I believe, I believe that this person is taking my kindness for weakness because they see me as a nice person, and they probably feel like I can get over on her. She's probably one of them girls that don't stick up for herself because she's so nice. She's probably a people pleaser. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I am not a people pleaser, okay? I would tell you no in a heartbeat without hesitation. Now, it wasn't always that way. I don't think I was ever a people pleaser, but I think I probably had a little bit of struggle with saying no um, earlier stages in my life. But now, honey, I will tell you no in a minute, okay? No, period, because no is a full sentence. I won't even give you an explanation, especially if I feel like I don't owe you one. I'm not giving you one, it's just no. So, not an issue for me. Mm -mm. I'll tell you no in a minute. So anyway, I just want us to be self-aware. Work on your self-awareness. Do not become narcissistic or do not become a narcissist. Or don't have narcissistic tendencies. And to avoid that, 
stay close to Jesus and work on your self-awareness, okay? It will do wonders for your character. You will become a much better person for it. Just do it, okay? Because you're not always right. And it's not always everybody else. And you are highly capable of making mistakes because you're human and you're on this earth. Okay, you're not perfect. You will never be perfect. So stop trying to be perfect because it's, it's, a, it's a, an achievement you'll never reach because no one is perfect. So stop it. Just be self-aware. Okay, don't become this person that I am praying that God talks to that she even allows God to talk to her anyways y'all pray for me okay cause um I don't want to be mean I want peace and harmony that's what I want and hopefully this can be resolved so it, it can be that if not I'll just have to remove myself or something's gonna have to give and that's it so I believe that's all I have for now um, I will be back probably on Saturday or maybe before Saturday, but this is my bonus and, um, the next one, I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet, although I have some ideas, but thank you for listening. Um, thanks for being there. Thanks for showing support and that's all for now. Uh, I do want to wrap up with saying that Jesus loves you. Um, if you have never accepted Jesus Christ into your heart as your personal Savior, you can do that anytime. doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done, how you feel now, what you did a minute ago, yesterday, an hour ago, two weeks ago, last year, five minutes ago, presently. God loves you and he's welcoming regardless of what you think you are or how a mess you think you are. God is waiting with open arms. So I hope that you accept him. You can also read Romans 10, 9. It'll, it will explain salvation. And also how you can welcome God into your heart is not difficult at all. It's very simple yet powerful. So please welcome him into your heart today. And know that he loves you no matter what. And I care. God cares. Um, also, uh, I want to start adding that if you know of anyone that's suicidal or if you yourself are is having suicidal thoughts, please call 1-800-273-8255. That is a suicide hotline that I work for, and we are available 24 hours. Um, we never sleep. Well, of course we sleep, but there's always someone working around the clock to be there for you, to show you support, and to just know that someone cares. So please don't hesitate to reach out, because it's, it's strength to reach out there is strength in reaching out it doesn't mean you're weak or anything like that so please if you or anyone you know don't hesitate okay call that number and talk to someone all right well that's it for now um until next time please be safe know that i love you jesus loves you and we're gonna get through this okay all right thank you till next time bye